0: You're listening to episode number 412 of the 360 Vegas Podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon and Vegas.com. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Also, get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's slash 360Vegas. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be
1: in Las
2: Vegas.
1: Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24 hour a day schedule. The pool's the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower Bellagio Riviera The Mirage Flamingo Sahara The MGM Grand This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it?
0: I want to
2: gamble They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front
1: Good luck
0: The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of the road, I think, probably anywhere in the world
1: Kicking ass in Vegas Vegas, baby Vegas, baby
0: Welcome to Las Vegas
2: Yeah, if it's cloudy, monsoon weather can suck it. <laughs>
1: <Yeah.
2: It's, laughs> Holy cow, you guys made the news again. It's August today. in Vegas. Where the fuck are my triple digits? I don't even mind the monsoon. Drop drop that rain, but then go away and take the fucking clouds with you.
1: Oh, shit. Yeah, it's only 81 degrees right now.
2: Yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah, it's been well. And the other night, um, which we'll talk about some of the, the uh, fallout from the most recent monsoon, in a minute but uh it was like here it was thunder and lightning and wind and not a drop of rain came down oh my goodness it's i don't know if you've seen some of the videos it's literally and i wish i could find it i need to retweet it because it's hard to explain to people that, that don't understand but especially when you're looking across the valley it literally looks like a cloud opens up and just drops buckets of water in one spot everything around it will be fine it's not like we're used to in the midwest where you have the rolling storms that kind of come through and everything gets soaked and all that no this is one spot that the clouds will just open and drop it and everyone else will be fine it's crazy Hmm. craziest thing i've ever seen
0: it's. I'll tell you the videos that that are out there. It, it's. It's. I'll tell you. It's beautiful to watch from Michigan, <laughs>
1: where
0: <laughs> I don't have to deal with the repercussions of all that rain. But just watching these just sheets of, of water. I mean, just the deluge of water that is coming down uh, is is fascinating to watch. I'm. I'm sorry if it's ruining any uh, homes and whatnot for. Because you know, this was one of the things I thought about. I bet you a lot of folks in Vegas probably aren't overly concerned about maintaining their roofs. You know, right. here in Michigan, you get a little leak and you got to patch that shit like a media loop.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no. And it's but out in Vegas. It's out. I mean, I've never out heard in of Vegas. Any... We
2: call it a skylight for cheap people.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it was funny. Even tonight, I think it was thinking about four 30 or so. Everybody's, um, phones started going off with a, a flash flood alert and uh, it, it, it was even saying stuff like, you know, don't drive until you know, unless you know you're heading away from a, a monsoon flood area and you know until like 6 p.m. or something and I'm like I don't even live two miles from here I think I'll risk it, I'm going home <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, that's all the weather alerts have been kicking up and again there was still sun in the sky when I left the office on our part of town. The clouds hadn't rolled over yet so it's just, yeah, it's crazy. It's entertaining. I mean, it gives you something to talk about, you know, with the weather. Normally, the weather here is just sunny and beautiful all the time. So this is a change of pace for us.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, all right. I think we should probably start the show. He's Mark. She's Karen. I'm Tony. And as always, we start with Random Vegas.
2: The stage at Ka uses vegetable oil in its hydraulic cylinders rather than hydraulic fluid for environmental reasons. We got that from at Vital Vegas. I didn't know that could really happen. Like, don't they t- say that people can use vegetable oil to drive a car or some
1: shit? They, a lot of uh, restaurants and stuff that use vegetable oil will recycle it, and when they recycle it, they turn it into fuel for different kinds of things. So, Get out of here. Yeah. Huh. And if you consider it's, consider it's vegetables, you should be able to grow those so it's not like a high-impact, like, meat and that kind of stuff is on the environment. So yeah. it's all supposed to be a little better. <laughs>
2: Next up is the twit pick of the Week. Diversity. That's what this week's winner brings to mind. Ms. At Ms. Nober shared a photo of South Strip from the perspective of Aria, or one of the buildings in City Center. It showcases some of the most diverse options available in the market. Mandalay Bay, Luxor, Excalibur, and New York, New York all offer unique experiences within a mile of one another capped off by Monte Carlo, known today as Park MGM. And here you see a good example of the great blanding of the strip. Here's to hoping Hard Rock doesn't fuck up Mirage.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Had to get a dig in there. <laughs>
2: right. Uh, uh,
0: uh, the only thing I got to say about it is it, it was cool to see the perspective because it really did take a second for my brain to be able to trigger the the, the direction in which it was coming from. I, I for the life of me couldn't orient myself to where this image was. So uh, great pick. That was it was that was a good pick. When when I you know because let's be honest, so many of us probably just as I'm in the air taking my finger and just swiping up on my proverbial air phone, Right. <laughs> uh, uh, you know we just we sit and we just swipe and we swipe and we swipe when we're going through Twitter, and we see so many beautiful pictures of. Of, of Vegas but we kind of sort of know what to expect our our brain through mental memory has a better idea of of about what we're we're going to be seeing and then this one was was one of those like nail uh, um, shoot uh, on a record player the the the, the needle thing that goes thank you needle <laughs> Jesus, oh, peace right <laughs> the needle on the record player was like Zzz! and that was uh, so anyway well done. I,
2: I, I get why you picked that. Was, what? Tell that story to many people, just like you stole it.
1: <laughs> well, the good thing is we recorded it, so we know how for right, posterity, so people can come <laughs> check it out. <laughs> I don't know uh, that I have anything about, to add to the picture, okay. so I, I'm good.
0: Okay. Well, and then in that case, uh, we will link the photo to our blog. We'll feature it on all of our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Let's get into the news. your thoughts on this. Let's talk about Bellagio's (laughs) garden table.
2: Bellagio has a new experience called the garden table. This experience is located in the heart of the summer conservatory at the property. Seating up to six, it can be reserved for brunch daily from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. or dinner from 5 to 10 p.m. Brunch from Saddles will run you $75 per person. Is that that Saddles? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, And dinner from Michael Mina is $250 per person. It's unknown how long the experience will be offered. Does Go ahead, Tony.
1: You? you you said you had some thoughts on this, so.
0: I mean, other than just, I w- I'm going to feel like, uh, well, let's be honest. My ego would love it. I'd be like, hey, what's up? How you how, how you doing? What's going on? You know how much it cost me to sit here? <laughs> it's good to see it, right? But in a very real sense, what a f- sort of like quasi freak show Zeus animal.
2: Oh, yeah. I didn't think about scenario. that. You're kind of. Yeah. Eaten on demand or eaten uh, in front of everybody. Yeah.
1: I mean think about yeah, so so this is a concern of mine as well. Um, number one, I do think it would be very cool to be able to sit in the conservatory and have a meal.
2: Yeah. You know,
1: a really good meal. Yeah. And I don't think seventy five dollars for brunch is that bad. Yeah. Um, the two fifty Yeah. I mean the two fifty for dinner is a bit much, but you know, we'll have to see. Although I guess it's like a tasting so that would be kind of in line with what you would spend at Bazaar, or a or any of another, various other chefs tasting kind of things, yeah. Um, but yeah, no. To Tony's point, you're. I just think about the the masses of people that pass through the conservatory, and then all of a sudden you're sitting in a little corner in the middle of all the stuff eating, and yeah, you really. I, I think I would be afraid. It would literally feel like you're an animal at the zoo. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'd just be like, hey, what's up?
1: Well, no, they'll be like, hey, what's what are you eating over there? What's on this course? You know, have some some people just standing there you know, every course that comes out, Oh, how is that? I'd like to try, try that.
2: Right. Yeah. All right. Now you, now you've scared me from,
1: yeah, like, well, no, I mean, I, totally I'm not,
2: <laughs> that's,
1: that's totally my thing with I it. Saw a I funny don't
2: joke there and, and, and reality, got smacked right in the face.
1: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> somebody on Twitter ate there and actually posted some pictures of it. And the view looked great, but I still, maybe I need to go see like where this table is to see where it is in the whole layout because if it's kind of tucked in the back corner, like, so you know how, Tony, picture it. Picture it, kids. Everybody, your mind's eye. Um, right. When you walk into the conservatory, it kind of does that little U, right? And then the back of it, I wa- I'm wondering if it's sort of tucked in one of the corners, like the left or right side, so you've got a substantial amount of different distance between yourself and the masses. I don't know. <laughs> no, no,
0: no, no. I don't know. I, I, I'm, there's a lot about this that seems very uncomfortable to me. <laughs> very uncomfortable. Because the first douchebag that walks by is like, hey man, that looks good. What are you eating? Can I have a bite? I
2: know, right?
0: Punch him straight in the jock and then I'm going to get thrown out of Las Vegas. No, too.
1: then you call security because obviously you're a, you're an important person and, sitting there. Yeah. They are not allowed to mess with you. That's true. That's right. Do you know how much I paid to sit at this Michael Mina drink? Right. But that would be fun. Especially Enough to shut tasting. you up, sir.
0: <laughs> All right. Oh God! This is what a crazy ass story. But let's talk about this: the slot ticket theft.
2: A man is facing charges of battery and committing fraud in a gaming establishment after he was caught trying to hit the cash out button while the player next to him was distracted by a nearby woman. The player caught the attempt to cash out, uh, to cash out the ticket, and the two got into a physical altercation. For the record, the ticket in question was for sixty-seven dollars and seven cents. <laughs> the accused told police he was homeless and collects tickets for money. Thanks to the new measure we discussed last week, the judge banned the homeless man from the Strip as part of his bail conditions.
1: $67. Ahead, Karen. $67. And with the eye in the sky and the cameras and I know, everything
2: what a shit. He didn't even do a good job to see what was in there. Like He was just yeah. distracting, like, we'll get whatever we get.
1: Well, but if he's homeless, $67, it could be, you know a big deal but Seriously. it seems like if you're going to try something like that I mean I I had a boss tell me once uh, and this was years ago so I'm sure that the number has changed but if you're going to steal you need to make sure there's at least six zeros at, after the number if you're going to do it just to make it worthwhile because otherwise it's not worth it <laughs> um, I don't know that it needs to be that much to try to pull this in a casino but it seems like you need at least three digits there that you're you're chasing. Mm-hmm.
0: I I don't I, I don't disagree. This is now. Let me ask you something. Do you think that the woman who is distracted by a nearby woman think this was a? Do you think they were in cahoots? Do you think the woman was being oh, yeah, distracting definitely. Yeah. so that the lady?
2: I mean, I could be wrong. I mean, the guy yeah. said he's homeless, so sure. maybe they're not working in pairs.
1: Well, and I think about uh, what Scott said the other night. Vital Vegas had gotten a. Won a, a hand pay amount. And I guess this wouldn't work with a hand pay. But it was one of those things. He, he won a large amount on the slot machine. And within, like, minutes, there was this woman that came over and was trying to get him outside and distract him. And oh. So I just wonder if this isn't more common than we realize.
2: Right. Mm-hmm.
1: But Especially I don't know. Especially with alcohol. I mean, I think I would notice if there was a homeless man sitting next at the machine next to me, number one, if he was supposedly playing. But then number two, if I've got a woman over here talking to me and this homeless guy's sneaking up behind me, I I would be pretty aware of those surroundings. Fair.
0: Next up, Bent Cards.
2: Three people were arrested, accused of cheating via card bending while playing Mississippi Stud and let it ride. They were caught at Planet Hollywood. It's estimated that the overall scam, deployed at several properties in Vegas, netted them approximately $126,000. Two of the three accused agreed to plea deals, including pay restitution to the properties they defrauded. All three are still awaiting sentence, which could include prison time.
0: They they checked that shit, and, and quite frankly, that's part and parcel why they... Uh, sp- particularly at blackjack tables that, that we probably would be most familiar with, but they do it at all tables. They swap those cards out, you know, every few hours, perhaps a bit more blackjack, uh, uh, specifically the, um, the pitch blackjack since people are touching them right. uh, far more frequently than when they're coming out of a, out of a shoe. Yeah. But yeah, this is exactly why. And then when they go through those cards, they do, they pu- they have to put them back in order. They have to account, for every card, wow, that no d- way. That's supposed to be in that deck. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, I to guess, make sure people aren't. Uh, how many? What's
1: that? Here? Uh, no, I was gonna say, how many games do people actually get to touch the cards, where they can try to employ this bending tactic? I mean, I know this article mentions, mentions Mississippi Stud and Let It Ride. Those
2: are the only two that they listed.
1: I just, I um, mean, I, we know Pitch Blackjack, you can, but it seems like mm-hmm. most of the card games, you can't even touch the cards.
2: Yeah. Uh, I, I
0: think the the thing is, Karen, we don't play enough of the c- carnival games
2: because yeah, as I'm
0: thinking through games like three card poker, which is not mentioned on this. I list, was just going to say uh, that. that you get you get to touch those. And I think I think there's a couple games called Crazy Four Poker and it's the number four. Nice. Uh, that's one of them. And there's another one. Hot high, high card flush. But oh, and Pai Gao. Come to think about it. Remember when you and oh. I played Pai Gao? yeah. Uh so so yeah, I, I most of the Carnival games, come to think of it, I, I'm starting to starting to you know occur to me that that's lots of card touching. Naughtier than I mean that <laughs> Lots so <laughs> touching going on there.
1: More touching going on in, in a casino than you that's right.
0: think. That's right, that's right. A good kind too. Uh
1: <laughs> what is
0: flanker kitchen?
2: Carver Road Hospitality, best known in the market for Carver Steak and Resorts World is opening a new restaurant at Mandalay Bay. It will be located in the space formerly occupied by some big name I can't remember, but no, was a dick to Karen and friends. (laughs) Flanker Kitchen will have five distinct dining areas, a 102-seat main dining room, a 66-seat sports bar and lounge, a 56-seat private dining room, uh, 56 is private? (laughs) Uh, And 19-seat karaoke. Huh. Yeah.
1: Uh, the name I don't like the name, flanker. Why? Flanker. Yeah. I mean, flankers. I'm sure it has something to do with a Wanker. flank, a flank state, but I also think of a flanker in a sporting sense, like in football. Isn't there like people a they flanker? call flankers? Like they flank. Oh, oh the you set. you
2: flank. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, it just I don't know. I don't like the name. <laughs> Although, <laughs> uh, anything in the 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 space formerly occupied by Rick Moonin is okay. with That's honey. who it was. That's who it was. Yes. He was an asshole. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. We were, have we talked about that on the show? Um, I don't know. We'll, we'll do it like it's super quick. The short version of it is, so we, we went there to do a tasting dinner and it was me and, um, two friends, two guy friends, and they were wearing shorts. So they had polo shirts on and they had shorts. Um, and they weren't wearing flip flops or sandals. They had shoes on. But when we went to check in, they were giving us a really hard time about it. About, you know, the dress code for the restaurant and da da da, da and we're like look we're gonna be sitting down at a table. That you're not gonna be able to see that they have shorts on. It's great. Right. Like, so eventually they did let us in, um and we had a fantastic dinner. The food was great, but but the chef was there and stopped at every single table to talk except ours. I mean, literally just completely ignored us because the guy, and I'm only assuming it's because the guy's head on shorts. So oh. it was, yeah, oh. he's a dick. And he, he's he been a dick on, oh. he was on Top Chef Masters and was a dick on that show too. So I, I don't think it's an isolated incident with him. I'm not a fan.
0: That is good to know. Yep. That is good to know. I will not. Does
1: he have anything left in, in Vegas? Um, I don't know because he used to have... He had a restaurant above and below, and we were at the one that was above, yes. which was the higher end one. Yeah, I don't was, know if he still right. has. That's right, I remember that. I don't know if he still has the one below or not. I don't know. I haven't been down okay. that way in a while, and I don't have any intention of patronizing it's, one of his restaurants again. So. Yeah.
0: Then I am Team Karen. Thank I you. shall also ban a restaurant that may or may not still be in Las Vegas.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and finally, let's talk about Wynn's ten thousand dollar dinner.
2: For a very limited run, Wynn Las Vegas is preparing to launch a new dining concept that will cost each guest $10,000. The event will seat up to 20 guests and feature one of three Harlan Wines, Harlan Estate, Bond, and Promontory. The first dinner takes place Saturday, September 10th in the two-story Encore Duplex Suite. The second will be October 15th, hosted at the 18th hole of the Wynn Golf Club. And the third dinner's time and location have not been disclosed. Lastly, those that attend one of those dinners are granted membership to the Winery's Wine Club. It's Ten grand, though,
0: yeah. for the rest of my life. I, what what else do I get with that?
2: I know, right? You're yeah, shipping it's
0: just, me boxes and boxes of wine. Well, for that's the, rest the thing. Of
1: my life. Just because you have a membership of the wine club doesn't mean you get the exactly. wine for free. I know, right?
0: Yeah, that just <laughs> helps that's you right. open the door.
1: Well, and, and think about these <laughs> Much dinners. like marriage,
0: really. That right. <laughs> <Just put your laughs> <account laughs> doesn't mean you're going to get the milk for free.
1: <laughs> well, and think about this. So now you've got three different dates that you have to be in Vegas in order mm-hmm. to get your money's worth for this. And quite frankly, okay, so three dinners, that's $3,333 per dinner. Wow. That's insane. Like, for ten grand, I would need three one-week all-inclusive stays, I think, Yeah. To, to justify doing this. I don't... And I'm sure they'll get them filled. Yeah. I, I have no I, doubt that they will. But this isn't... I, I would either, like I said, either the three weeks all-inclusive or I need to be in a much higher tax bracket <laughs> for this to <laughs> be appealing. I, I like
0: that the second dinner
1: is being held at the 18th hole of the Wind
0: Golf Club. So you're sitting there eating dinner and you're getting nailed with golf balls. <laughs> right. And of course, everybody's drunk by the 18th hole. So right. you're just getting pegged left, right, and center.
1: Well, and then they come walking uh, by going, hey, what are you eating? It's wild to exactly. they have like oh, a, I have to
0: punch them in their jack. I get it.
2: <laughs> Why do you go to the jack? Why wouldn't you punch them in the face or in the stomach?
1: Well, because the jock isn't going to hurt your hand more, but it's going to hurt them very much. If you exactly. punch him in the face, it's, it's going to hurt just, your hand.
2: I, I don't think we should be throwing that around as, as an aggressive way to. <laughs>
1: I don't know. It's something women have done and planned on for years, yeah. so I don't know. I mean, it, right. seems, it seems smart to me. You want to hurt a guy. It's because,
2: here's the deal. In my mind's
0: eye, I'm sitting down, right? So when the asshole comes up to me, he's got his cock right in my face. So just bam. <laughs> right just bam because it's like right there well
1: technically it's, Otherwise I it's, it's, it's not right in his in your face I mean there's shorts and all this kind of or I'm assuming it's not just going to be hanging <laughs> the only out thing there
0: separating it is his <laughs> <is, is> culottes culottes <laughs> <laughs> cool. oh shit we should move on <laughs> I think we oh, almost broke to Tony proff- right <laughs> Let's move into prop bets. For those of you unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news, but, but just, but with just bits and pieces Jesus of noteworthy items. Jesus
2: Christ. First yeah. up,
0: the weed shop called The Club, located on Fremont Street across the street from where the D is, they are now required to post a sign clarifying that they do not sell cannabis. They only are allowed to sell CBD which is the metal uh, element of the drug, and it does not have THC in it, which is the agent that helps get jolly.
1: I'm glad that they finally had to put that sign up.
2: <laughs> Karen needed the can opener, and I tossed it, and unfortunately it hit Feldy. He's like,
1: what was that? <laughs> 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 Sorry, little. Still staring Karen <laughs> down. He's still, he's what like, was that? what is going on? <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Go back to sleep.
2: I know. You must be exhausted from sleeping all day.
1: <laughs> well, he hasn't been out in a while. I think he's storing up energy for his next jailbreak attempt. The little fucker. Though. Hold on. So he. Okay, maybe not, not appropriate for the show. Anyway, the little. I think everybody knows that he got out and we so we got him the little RFI tag to put yeah. on his collar. He's popped it out twice. Yeah. Up, off I threatened to duct tape
2: Jeez. it if he does it again. Yeah,
1: he does it again. We're just duct taping it in there. Um. Yeah. It's but the, the sound little thing works because we, we found it. Anyway, it took two years, but Wana Taco has now reopened at Four Queens. You ever eaten there? Nope. I've heard good things.
2: So have I. Vital Vegas reports that Planet Hollywood just opened the cigar, or no, the Davidoff cigar stand, replacing the Loyalty Club desk. Wow, how do you like that? Talk about prime placement.
1: Right.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it is. I am I am thrilled because, uh, unbeknownst to me, the Venetian had opened up a Davidoff store uh, outlet that you and I got a cigar at when, when I was out there for uh, uh, July Fourth. Oh yeah. So now you can get them at uh, Bally's Paris, Mandalay, Venetian,
1: Fashion Show, and nice. uh, and it, now this the, isn't
2: the, the fact. Yep, outside the fashion is
1: show. There, is there like are they the
2: the only game in town? I mean, are there anybody else that does? Like some major other name? Uh,
0: no, no. The, the closest that I can think of offhand was when we did our cigar event at the MGM Grand and they still had not replenished their cigars mm-hmm. from, uh, from, from the COVID uh, era. Hmm. So, so no, no, uh-uh. this, is, this is good news. I enjoy this very much. A proposal to institute a curfew for those under the age of 21 on Fremont Street was tabled. The ACLU responded by saying, quote, those who are between the ages of 18 and 21 are legal adults who have the first who have the same First Amendment right to access public spaces as those who are over the
2: legal drinking
0: and gambling age, unquote.
1: But could you make the argument, though, that Fremont Street is not necessarily a public space?
2: Well, that's actually I didn't realize this, but literally the next line that I had is a prop that is talking about how Fremont Street has already done it. Like they're just That's like what we're I just thought. gonna do
1: it. Yeah, I thought I saw that because um, Fremont Street is private property. Yeah. Well, and the the container park becomes twenty one and over. That's right. At I night. forgot about that. So this is not a new uh-uh. thing. But yeah, I, I remember. I think Vital Vegas posted a picture that, despite, because I, I heard the same thing that it was tabled. No, they've got signs up all over the place.
2: I think the city was gonna make a a, 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 a call on it, oh. and, and Fremont was like fuck it, we're doing it anyway. So they,
1: yeah, they can do it because it is private property. Yeah, Interesting. But I thought, here's, but hang on, gang.
0: The reason that they've got those little um, circular spots, the circles for the, you know, the buskers to stand in. I thought that was when they got sued because they were trying to banish the buskers and they got sued for the same reason, saying they have a First Amendment right to be there. And so... The accommodation that was made for their First Amendment right was they would have to be within the circle and they would have to sign up for one of these uh, circles to stand in. So, so I, my, I guess my point is say, I don't know that that's entirely accurate that it's a, that it's private property, but I well, may wrong no, I'll, I'll concede I
1: may be wrong. it It is because like during the pandemic, the whole road was shut down. Yeah. You could not walk up and down. It. it was shut down. If it was public property, you would have been able to get there still like you could still walk up and down the strip. You just, you know, couldn't go on to the casino huh. lots because they're privately oh. owned. OK. So. OK. I learn something new every day. Yeah. Those of you who are fans of casino carpet will rejoice that multiple properties, including Four Queens and New York, New York, are updating their carpet. Fear Why not, you
2: always do that? You always bail on my SEDs. I
1: don't like the SEDs. The SEDs is your thing. It's not my, my thing.
2: Well, you're reading my script, so...
1: <laughs> yes, but I'm reading it as me, not as you. So make Mark's happy. Four Queens and New York, New York, are updating said carpet. That's right. Fear not. The new carpets continue to be as vibrant as Vegas carpet is known to be. I love Vegas carpet. <laughs> I wonder if uh, Planet you? Planet Hollywood's going to be replacing their carpet. Oh, jeez. Right oh,
2: we should get a rug. We should get a, a like a rug made out of uh, old uh, casino carpet. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I mean, not not casino carpet that was on the main walkway, but I mean, like, you know.
0: <laughs> That's wet and moldy. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody walks into their hu- your house like. Why does it smell like my grandma's house?
2: In <laughs> Fans of the live webcam located at the Welcome to Fabulous Las Vegas sign will be happy to know it's been fixed. Rain is believed to be the cause of the outage. Yeah.
1: I didn't I didn't know they had a live webcam. You know that? No.
2: I used to, when we were uh, living in Memphis, I used to look at it all the time. Really? Yeah, just because it made me feel like I was in Vegas.
1: Huh, how about <laughs> that? Tony, did you know they had a webcam?
2: Uh, maybe. Possibly it. <laughs>
0: probably forgot, but I didn't care. (laughs) After a successful outing in 2022, the NFL announced the Pro Bowl will return to Las Vegas in 2023. The exact date is TBD. Festivities and hoopla are in talks to be about a week long.
2: Yeah, see, apparently in other places that they've gone to, they have like a whole week of festivities and shit like that. So I'm. Surprised they have they a whole fan all, experience yes, kind yeah. of
1: thing going on, yeah. Yeah. But you got to remember, the Pro Bowl used to be in Hawaii for the longest time, right? And it got to the point where number one, a lot of the players didn't want to go because it was sort of a pain in the neck to get over there, and it was yeah. ridiculously expensive, and they couldn't get the fans to go. Right. So then they started looking, and I feel like they they held it.
2: They have one at Miami.
1: In Miami. I think that's it. Thought they did one like in LA or something. I could be wrong.
2: Not yeah, because that stadium just came out.
1: Oh, that's true. But yeah, so they started moving it around and then you know did it in Vegas and they're like, holy shit, Vegas has everything. Yeah. Yeah, we do. <laughs> We've got the infrastructure for it. Yeah. Flute Golf is breaking ground on their new seventy million dollar driving range, the second golf range slash entertainment complex to be built in Las Vegas. The atomic range, as it's being called. Will be located on seven acres of land adjacent to the Stratosphere and offer 100 hitting bays, six bars, and 10 putting bays. Atomic Range is expected to open in 2023.
2: Seriously, I want to I want to get friends together one of these times and uh, and go down to Top Golf. That's that is shockingly fun. Really? I can't I cannot reiterate it enough. This is something that when I went, I was like, I'm just gonna hang out and drink, and then they're like, No, no, you gotta play. And I'm like man, I'm terrible at this. I don't want to do. And it became like, we were rooting each other on. It was like the opposite of bowling. You know, you're always like, like everybody's
1: competitive when you bowl. Yeah. This was just kind of like,
2: Oh shit, dude, look at that. That was great. That was a great one.
1: All right. I, I mean, I'm not one to say no to new experiences just right off the bat. So yeah.
2: the RJ reports that despite a strong quarter for win and encore stateside, Thanks to their Macau locations and the area's continuing issues with COVID, the company reported a $213 million loss for the second quarter. It's estimated that Wind Resorts loses about a million dollars a day, they're closed.
1: They're still closed in Macau? Yeah. I didn't know that.
2: They're, I mean, they're not closed like the way it was in Vegas, where it was like, you're closed for a month. Like, they'll close down for a little bit of time, and then they'll reopen, and they close down again. Wow. Yeah.
0: Vital Vegas reports that Wynn's Cafe is receiving a theatrical makeover. While it isn't clear what that means, the Cafe El Teatro is expected to open winter of 2022. Wow, we just got schooled. Well done. Yeah.
1: I don't know what any of that means, but yeah, what is a theatrical makeover? I
2: don't know.
0: He did make a a, a funny, though. He said that uh, they're adding an extra F to the name. Apparently, it was originally... Win Cafe C A F E, and now it's C A F F E. So that, uh, crazy. I'm not sure if that's the theatrical part of it or no. not, but that was he didn't he did specifically say that was a change to the uh, to this cafe place.
1: Is that like the Brits that add the U in places where it doesn't belong? Like, is it kind of Probably. the same thing having an extra F? Okay. Yes. The former dancer who claims Prince Harry gave her his underwear in a game of strip billiards is now putting up the putting it up for auction the bidding is expected to start at ten thousand dollars the dancer is seeking at least one million who
2: the fuck wants to own that that much like that's the kind of money like if you could dupe somebody into actually paying it like nope you're not allowed to have that money
1: <laughs> nope we're just going <laughs> to distribute
2: it because you, you don't you don't know what you're doing
1: well she knows what she's doing Reckless. if she can get a million dollars out of somebody well, good yeah. good for her but what yeah it's, saying, it's, it's
2: the, the person that buys it
1: I don't, I mean, I know the royals are like really hot and popular right now and especially Prince Harry because he's like the rebel royal and all this kind of stuff. The but, rebel royal. Oh, yeah. Well, he walked away from it, which <laughs> nobody does. Um, so, I, yeah, I I mean, I give her credit because this was, God, how long ago was that? It was oh, more than a decade quite ago. Quite a while
0: ago. Yeah, no, it wasn't that long ago, Oh, yes, it? it was. Oh, yeah.
1: Because he was underage when he was out here. That was a, the other part of the story. I mean, he was out here in Vegas partying, but he was, I'm pretty sure he was under 21. Hmm. So, and I think he's in his early 30s now.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't uh, get the, the Royals.
1: We're actually
0: coming up on the 10 year anniversary.
1: Oh. August 27th, That's 2012. probably why she's doing it then. Because she can, you know, tag hmm. into, it hey, it's been 10 years since I played strip billiards hmm. with Prince Harry. <laughs> yeah. I guess. I wonder what she looks like Uh, now, 10 years later.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, thank you. (laughs) Not Google searching that, Karen.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Like, what have you been doing with those underwear these last 10 years? Ooh, can you imagine how funky those (laughs) might be?
0: Uh. Yuck.
2: (laughs) As expected, digital signs are being installed in the new city center project on the land formerly home to the Armin Tower, the one that got torn down because of the structural flaws. It, it it looks like like mirror images, like oh like, yeah, like they're a mini version of of Mecca. Yeah,
1: yeah it's I, I'm not. I mean, okay, we'll see what tenants they have when it opens. But I'm I'm like, ooh, let's go check this out. Right, yeah,
2: like they're gonna have a, a lot more shops that no one can can patronize. Hmm.
0: Martha Stewart's first restaurant is set to open in Paris this Yeah. All right. Well, I'll, I'll read it the way Mark wrote it. <laughs> Martha Stewart's first restaurant is set to open week in Paris. Yeah. Well, now, see, that's not better. I didn't want it to sound like it was opening. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Third, third time. I got it. I'm ready. <laughs> Martha Stewart's first restaurant is set to open this week at Paris, Las Vegas. The and... Bedford is named after the country farmhouse the Stewart family owned in Bedford, New York.
2: That's that's annoying.
1: And guess who's going to go try it next week?
0: Of course you are. I know the lucky.
1: Well and honestly I it's so funny so uh, our dear friend at Rising Las Vegas is a huge Martha Stewart fan. She's so and interesting. She, <laughs> and, and so <laughs> she was like on well actually her, her wonderful husband was on the website looking 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 and got reservations like as soon as they were available hmm. and then she texts me she's like hey we got reservations you want to go too and I'm like Sure, let's go. we will give this a try. <laughs> um, but the funny thing is, is they still don't have menus up on the website. Yeah. So we have reservations to go and we have no idea what we're going right, to be eating. Exactly. But apparently they were doing a, um, like friends and family soft opening this weekend. Mm. So my guess is they're kind of putting the final tweaks on stuff and then we'll have it ready to go next week. Yeah. FanDuel is looking to make their debut in Vegas in a retail only sports book at Fremont Casino and Fremont Hotel and Casino. The concept becomes a little less desirable when you learn that FanDuel will not be offering their mobile betting app. They've wait, got what? a
2: really popular one, too.
1: So, wait, so they're going to have a physical brick and mortar space? Yeah, it, it's kind of backwards. But it doesn't tie to their app. No.
0: Okay. Well, you guys don't,
1: do you guys have legalized oh, yeah. online sports betting? Oh, yes. yeah. We don't do You don't have to go to a sports But you go to the sports book to put money on your account. And that's it. You didn't even have to do that. Nice. Anymore. Yeah. That's fascinating. Right. Huh? Okay.
0: Well, then, then, I have no, I have no explanation. It's <laughs> trying to give them the benefit of the doubt.
2: An unsettling, creepy as fuck commercial was released this week advertising the new speakeasy inside Bally's. It's called the Cabinet of Curiosities and the Lock Speakeasy. I, I didn't like the the creepy.
0: I don't. I don't ever want to go now. No.
2: <laughs> I. It was bad. I, it was
1: like an Alice in Wonderland was, no, paper it mask kind of thing.
2: Worse. Yeah. It was worse. I didn't think it was that bad. It was. I still. There are. About. There are.
1: Come on, Tony. They got cocktails. You, I mean. I mean. What, they're well, everywhere. Like, they have oh, cocktails probably. everywhere.
0: <laughs> but, but the whoever whoever conceptualized that uh, that commercial has. Uh, young women chained uh, down in their basement I uh, agree yeah, because agreed. That's, agreed. Cause that what fucked up mind came up with that and thought, oh this is exactly <laughs> the image I want to portray for this place it
2: fucked does up. look like, like, the, like the fucking like the, the, the food court by Egg Slot that's supposed to be Alice in Wonderland it really does look like that
1: yeah it does
2: yeah like the uh, like same concept that's like, what I very,
1: very Alice in wonderland yeah. kind of thing
2: but they went they went a step too creepy
1: well the creepy part again was mm-hmm. the person that had the the paper white rabbit thing on their head. Like you couldn't see their face or anything, at least from what I remember of what I saw of the commercial. Um, That, yes, that was creepy and a little crazy, but my guess is they don't have those people walking around. Knock on wood.
2: Yeah. I'm not risking it, so it's not going to (laughs) matter. Right. Exactly.
0: (laughs) Ruined it. Former NFL running back. Marshall
1: Lynch. It's Marshawn. The,
2: the autocorrect ruined it.
1: Yeah, it's actually Marshawn uh, Lynch.
0: Oh, okay. Well, I, put, hey, listen. When when we don't read the words on the paper, I know. We right? get verbally beat. Right. So you're I do not get verbally I, beat. I,
2: I, you guys are I, g- giving people this this.
1: <laughs> you just did it on the show. You just said you, you you do that all the time. You didn't say said. I'm like, well, because I don't like to said. Yes, but you're reading my words. Like, look, you just literally verbally beat me for it.
2: Whatever.
0: right.
2: <laughs> you guys, you guys really blown this out of
0: proportion. Suspected DUI. When police discovered him, he was sitting in the driver's, sleep, driver's seat asleep at the wheel.
1: And, and he wasn't just asleep at the wheel. Like, so I think the car, if I saw the video, it looked like it was a high-powered Mustang Shelby something. Yeah. But the front tire was gone oh really like literally really? you could see in the in the, the video that because it was the officer's um, body cam <laughs> footage that they released i didn't see that you you can't there's no tire hmm. the front driver's side tire is gone and he's yeah he's talking and slurring his words and trying to you I was know talk to i always
2: thought it was uh it was something to be commended for if you ended up, you know, getting to your car and you're like, I'm too fucking drunk. Like I'm just going to sleep here. In
1: theory, it is, but if the keys are still in the car, yeah,
2: that's what I always thought. But it, but it, well, you know, you got to start the car so it's not fucking cold. Well, cooled.
1: but it also depends on where are the keys. Are they in the ignition? Which right now actually doesn't even matter because you yeah, don't have to have anymore. a key in yeah, the ignition you're right. anymore. <laughs> Um, so no, I think that that's more like if you were in the car and there's no keys anywhere, I think you've got an outfit. You're like, I was just looking for a safe place, place to sleep because then the follow-up question is, well, how did you get the car there in the first place?
2: Right. I was sober yeah. when I got here.
1: Yeah. Really? You got this drunk, <laughs> this hammered and then fell asleep yes. in the car. Yes,
2: I did. I am really, really good at yeah, drinking. I don't think
1: so.
0: <laughs> I don't think so. No, it's, that is, that is exactly what, um, Uh, Criminal defense attorneys argue all the time. Mark, you are far more on point than you may even realize. Mm -hmm. Uh, They drink there. This is true. This is not relevant, but I think it's kind of interesting. Our BAC continues to climb even after we stop drinking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so a lot of times um, you will get a couple of breathalyzers done, not just on the scene, but then you'll also get a breathalyzer done Um, when you're at the, when you're at, you know, once you've actually been like handcuffed and taken to the police department, well, they'll, where they will do another breathalyzer on you to see what your blood alcohol content is to see where your number is. Not that you necessarily will be charged with that per se. Um, but a lot of times if it, if the number goes down, uh, at the, at the, um, over time at the police station. Yeah exactly over time then what you're what you're realistically arguing then is that the first breathalyzer on the scene was not an accurate representation of what your client had hmm. the one at the police station is 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 more reflective now to what degree there's any real truthiness in that ultimately is up for a jury to make the decision Truth, there you
1: truthiness go. did you just say truthiness i sure did <laughs> oh well and so here's here's my other response to that if yeah. you, you you drove the car there and you were sober, you uh, drank a shitload and got hammered and passed out, mm-hmm. yeah. where's the empties?
2: Somebody else took care. Yeah. This is Marshawn Lynch. Man's got some money.
1: They have some money, and so nobody... They took care of him enough to get rid of the, the alcohol containers, <laughs> right. but not enough to but get him, him in the passenger him. seat or the back seat and drive no, him uh-uh. home to where he's safe.
2: Loved he's a big dude. Yep. Bullshit. That's right. It's <laughs> it's hard just, to move.
1: Oh, no, it's total bullshit. He's, I don't know. He's the, the, cops, up. the cops <laughs> moved him out of the car pretty quickly, according no, to what I, I saw.
2: I saw that part. They they had to really put their backs into it to, to pick him up.
1: No, but they got him out of the car very quickly. They pulled, and he fell. Now no, getting him to stand up was another story because he wasn't cooperating yeah. but
0: all right i just for the life of me and we've said this on the podcast and i'll say it before usually in relation to these nfl folks or, or or professional athletes just in general you have so much money why not pay some peon a what to you is just a a a you know Less than a weekend in Vegas. It's 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 a it's a it's it's time at a at a strip club, right? Pay them that in an annual salary, to just drive your ass from one spot to the other. That is all they do. <laughs> you pay somebody a hundred thousand yeah. dollars a year just to drive your ass Especially around. Especially if you're a drinker, you man. Especially if you're
2: what?
1: You're a drinker. Well, but. Yeah, 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 Again, the, the car that he had was, a, I mean, it was a sweet car, aside from the fact that it didn't have a front tire. But I mean, it's, I think <laughs> it's one of those things where like, this is my wheels. I don't want to let anybody else do it. Yeah, and and I guess. if you're that inebriated and intoxicated, you're not thinking correctly. Right. I mean, can you imagine if. OK, so say, Tony, he had hired a guy um, sure. to drive him around. He gets intoxicated. He's like, I'm leaving. And the dude's like, I got you. He's like, no, nah, man, I'm driving my own car. No, nah, maybe, Marshawn, maybe you really shouldn't. Do you really think they're going to be able to stop him from getting in the car if he decides he wants to go? He's lost a step, Karen. He's lost a step. Uh, Yeah, I don't know about that. (laughs) (laughs) Torrential rainfall continues to cause problems for Vegas properties. This week, a waterfall of sorts cascaded from the ceiling of Planet Hollywood down to the gaming floor.
2: I wonder how hard that thing hit. Think about how far it has to travel. That might hurt hitting you.
1: It, It was... I mean this one and I know Plant Hollywood had an issue a week or two ago when all the properties seemed to flood but this was water stripped like the chips and the cards were floating (laughs) on the the blackjack table or poker table or whatever gaming table it was like this was water coming down
2: yeah yeah crazy for some unknown reason the marquee at Orleans caught fire this week the cause as well as the cost of the damage were not disclosed did you see that?
1: I guess he said I, I was did, like, I but like it, that sign. It was like the base of the sign. It wasn't like the top part, I don't no, think. Uh. It was like around the base of it. Well no, because
2: it's got it's similar Circus Circus, it's got a a, a marquee guy out mm-hmm. there um representing.
1: Yeah, so it was like the lower part of the sign. Right. Yeah.
2: <laughs> he was representing <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that amused to be so much. Know. The idea of that alligator just taking care of business.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Tony?
0: Oh, that's me. Sorry. Sapphire Gentlemen's Club is applying for a gaming license specifically for video poker machines. Now, the current regulations say that there has to be a separation of about 250 feet between a slot machine operation and where the adult entertainment business takes place.
1: How are they going to make that happen? That's so dumb. You can't have that many sins in one location at the Uh, same time, dear.
2: That's so silly.
1: Well, it's the same way they can't serve alcohol in certain places if they're topless. That what, was,
2: if they're bottomless, that's where they can't serve alcohol. Well,
1: I mean, out here, yeah. But I remember, no, that was something in uh, when we were living in Columbus.
2: Well, yeah, the problem with that is it was there was no booze there. Uh, no,
1: the the one that you were working at had booze.
2: No, but it wasn't it wasn't a, a fully nude a fully
1: nude. Right, that's what I'm saying. You yeah. couldn't do fully nude unless you didn't serve alcohol. That's what I mean. It, they're they're taking. I just think
2: you said it weird.
1: Okay, well, that could be. But they're they're basically saying you can't have two sins in the same place. No. No. so out here yes you could be nude and, and then have alcohol but you can't add gaming to the mix because that's one too many no
2: karen it's wrong
1: <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> just, for verbally assaulted again simply wrong okay <laughs> good to know
2: yeah yeah i you
0: know like i guess i'm trying to visualize what what it would look like i could, i guess i could kind of sort of see a scenario where listen if they if they have a bar, right. And, and I'm kinda, I'm kinda thinking through like what, um, Bugsy's bar looks like, or even, uh, yeah. the, the, the lobby bar, it, it bally's, you could arguably have some, some video poker terminals right there. And you still have a, a two foot, two and a half foot wide walkway for the girls to, to, to walk around and, and collect their dollar bills. Uh, I mean, just I, I, I think this is totally doable, Nevada. I think we should work on this regulation. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think that's going to do it for news and prop bets. Let's check the river.
2: Wait a minute. Didn't we do a stunt driver? What? Oh, that's right. That's mine. Sorry, we've got an extra one that came in late. I forgot about that.
0: Oh, well, what's going on with the stunt driver?
2: Uh, a stunt driver on the strip crashed during filming of something called Street Outlaws. Reports are that the gold Nissan 240Z lost control near the finish line, causing it to roll and catch fire. It's got to be what they've been videotape or filming this whole week.
1: No, I don't think so, because they said this no. was up in, no, because that's, and I've never watched Street Outlaws from what I understand. It's literally a show about drag racing, mm-hmm. but they, they kind of set these up and, and they're more official. They weren't on the strip. What they were doing on the strip was filming for some, movie but this i think was up north somewhere because they try to find roads that aren't as populated mm. so they can you know just do their drag racing kind of thing so i don't i don't think it was what was actually i know it wasn't what was shutting down the strip because that would have been a whole different news story mm. um but no i i think this was a like again they they organize drag races mm. on the streets and you know he you unfortunately know, took a header yeah, I didn't know a nice way to say it, but sure, we'll go with that.
2: <laughs> He's going to have to pay a lot of money to have his airbags reinstalled.
1: Oh, no, I don't think there's there's going to be any re- reinstalling in that car. I'm pretty sure that one ain't hitting the road again. Oh, come on. It's a gold Nissan Z. Or, or it was. Or it was. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to do it for news
0: and prop bets. Now let's check the river. Like the five communal cards you get in a game of Texas Hold'em, the river can have anything turn up. So is our river segment. And this week, we have Alistair's Two Cents.
2: Yes, this week, uh, Alistair decided to point out, uh, uh, it was really just one thing. It was kind of a weak thing to, to, to say something about, but we'll let him Especially
1: when suit. I called it out and said, I know I messed this up. Yeah. He
2: says a comment for this week. I'm not sure who suffered the most last week. Uh, Those people shot at the Mirage or the French language.
1: And I knew, I knew he was with regards to
2: the Bouchon menu. Chaucer is pronounced Chaucer, and pain au raisin (laughs) (laughs) is pronounced Pan O Raisin. See, I think you're. I don't even believe him.
1: Well, finish, finish his last. You're welcome. There you go. He says you're welcome.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Come on, you were ready to comment.
1: I I thought you were. No, I wasn't. Oh. I'd, all I'm going to say is I knew. I knew when I said him that I, I messed him all up. Yeah. And of course, I knew he was going to correct me. So. <laughs>
2: reminds me of Oscar from The Office, but that's lost on both of you.
1: Well, no, I know who Oscar is. I don't know why, but. I mean, I, obviously, I know that Alistair speaks French. So, of course, when it gets to French stuff that I mutilate, he's going to. How have I never talked him
2: into th- speaking French around me? That's weird.
1: Because you don't. <laughs> Trust me, go to a restaurant sometimes that has anything well, French on the menu it, and he says it. Yeah, the, the
2: <laughs> funny thing about that is it's not like I'd be able to call him on it. Like, he could be like, oh, yeah, I speak French and say anything, and I'd have no fucking idea. I'd be like, wow, that's French. Exactly. I'd have <laughs> no idea.
0: It's <laughs> oh <my God. laughs>
1: amazing, Alistair. Oh, oh, All
0: right. And next, we have a uh, show report. Uh, our friend um, uh, Josh, Josh W. Uh, So why don't you jump in and take it away, Karen.
1: All right. so at Vegas J-Dubs writes in Dear Mark, Karen, Tony, and the listeners the J-Dubs quote summer of Vegas is officially over three trips, eight nights, two dinners with Mark and Karen, four new shows to review, and the October trip is starting to take shape. Nice. With, With all these new shows I have plenty of review content to send in. Out of all the shows we saw this summer, I have chosen to send in today's review first because it is a review of a residency, and interested listeners need to grab their tickets before it's gone. Well, that's very thoughtful. Have you ever watched the hit TV show Dancing with the Stars? Me neither. But Mrs. J-Dubs has, <laughs> and she wanted to see a limited residency in Vegas that was created and performed by Dancing with the Stars' mega-hunk Derek Hough. Who? Derek Huff.
2: I, I heard you say it I, I just don't know who that is <laughs> he's,
1: he's the brother to uh, Julianne Huff, who was also on the show and starred in the remake of Footloose I almost
2: remember her. no I, I got nothing
1: <laughs> I was agreeable because I was in short need of an anniversary gift and I'm always looking for an excuse to go to Vegas okay some disclosures I've actually seen this show twice we were supposed to see Derek in the summer of 2020, but the pandemic led to that being canceled. In the fall of 2021, I was quarantining after my first bout with COVID when the wife hollered from the other room, Derek Huff's show is going to happen in Vegas. Tickets go on sale now. We should go next month. Like I said, I'm always looking for an excuse to go to Vegas. <laughs> But there was something about being in virtual sol- solitary confinement for two weeks that made paying a lot of money to see a chiseled slice of beefcake who could samba better than 99% of the straight male population seemed like a super good idea. <laughs> I can tell he's thought this out. It's very descriptive, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure a lot of that is relaying what Mrs. J-Dub said and how she describes it would be my guess. He's, he's very attentive. No, no. He, he pays very close attention to the misses
2: that he
1: does that he does another disclosure i don't really give a flying fuck about dancing or dance i think of dance like mark thinks of gourmet food or karen thinks of the movie casino or tony thinks of sobriety it does nothing for me but my wife is a dancer so i think that line from pulp fiction when samuel l jackson is talking about his girlfriend being a vegetarian quote which pretty much made pretty much makes me a vegetarian My wife gives a shit about dance, so I need to at least indulge her once in a while. I gotta slow down, I'm tripping over myself here. Mm -hmm. Friends, I enjoyed this show so much the first time around, that when I heard he was bringing it back for a second residency this summer, I told Mrs. J-Dubbs that I grabbed tickets and we were going again. To reiterate, I've seen a lot of shows in Vegas, and I don't really know anything or care too much about dance. When we see topless shows, I'm always asking the wife who the good dancers are. Is she a good dancer? She seems like a pretty good dancer, but that might just be the boobs talking. <laughs> but it was immediately apparent to my inexperienced eyes that there was more raw talent on the stage than anything I have ever seen in Vegas. Wow. That says a lot. The format is this. Dancing with the Stars, winning as dancer, genetic lottery winner Derek Huff along with seven other perfect people, will take you on a journey through sound and music. The show is called Derek Huff, No Limit. Thankfully, Derek Huff does have a limit, and that is about 80 minutes. Now, if you asked me to watch a show that was just 80 minutes of people dancing, I would probably ask you what I had done to offend you. Thankfully, Derek's show mixes the content up. There's a countless number of different dance and music types, and a couple of times when he monologues or talks with the audience. He even sings a few times, although I'm certain there was at least one instance of lip-syncing. More on that later. He's also backed by a three-piece band who are also excellent. So first, the good stuff. The talent here is absolutely top-notch. Derek has assembled a group of amazing dancers. These people are incredibly talented and they dance their asses off for over an hour. One of the reasons I think this is only a limited residency rather than a new permanent show is that if they kept dancing like this every night, someone's going to get seriously hurt. In fact, having seen the show in round one back in the fall and round two this summer, we could tell that they spread the choreography around the performers a little more so that Derek and his co-dancer fiancé are not completely carrying the show. Oh, how is that not? Really? You get your fiancé and star in the show? That seems wrong. The theater is the summit showroom at the Venetian. I found the venue easy to get in and out of, the seats are comfortable, and the views were good throughout the house. We've
2: done Venetian once, right? We did uh, Phantom of the Phantom Opera. Phantom of
1: the Opera in there, yeah. Did we do it again? No. Where was Jersey, Jersey Boys,
2: Boys when we saw them? That was Plaza, wasn't it?
1: I don't know. Those two blend together yeah, for me. Yeah, it was Plaza. Speaking of the views red-blooded, dance-indifferent guys like myself will enjoy the few performers who wear delightfully skimpy outfits while intimidating the fuck out of you with their dance skills. Alright. So they look good, but then you realize, oh shit, I'm out of my league. Okay. Okay, here's what I didn't love. First, there's definitely some lip-syncing happening. In one song, Derek has a mic in his hand, but I'm pretty sure I heard Michael Bublé's voice. <laughs> <laughs> Other places in the show, it was definitely him singing. Another time he mimes playing a real guitar that was not plugged in, Uh, and later he plays for real. There's also a tap dancing bit where the sounds are clearly pre-recorded. His feet were not hitting the ground with each tap sound. I don't get this. He's clearly good. His feet are moving fast. He's obviously better than all of us. So wear some real tap shoes and let's hear it. (laughs) And aside about this, there was way more egregious. This was way more egregious the first time we saw the show. Derek talked up always wanting to perform the, quote, Moses Supposes dance number from Singing in the Rain. Oh, I like that one. He gets us to cheer, goad him into performing it. What do you think, everyone? Should I give it a shot? And again, it's pre-recorded tap it sounds. Sounds
2: about as, as lame as I would imagine.
1: Yeah. He's not landing steps when each of these sounds actually happen. Thankfully, this act is not included in the new residency. Tony, didn't I give you homework to watch Singing in the Rain? Um, <clears throat> maybe. Uh huh. Haven't done it yet, have you? Uh,
0: no, no, I haven't turned it in yet.
2: My dog ate the homework.
1: Uh, yeah, no, it, it's streaming. Your, your dog ate the whole TV? <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> yes, that, that is exactly what <laughs> happened.
1: I hope this doesn't make it seem like I didn't like the show. I truly did. I mean, I suggested that we go see it a second time and I'm glad we did. I am not the show's target audience. However, I enjoyed the show and felt that the time flew by, but I wouldn't be your Vegas show reviewer if I didn't point out the flaws as well. The show is also family-friendly, without seeming lame or pedestrian like an episode of Growing Pains. (laughs) What did Growing Pains do to you? (laughs) (laughs) Look, this show is a gem. The performers have far and away more dancing talent than any other show running in Vegas right now. It was also very obvious that everyone on stage was having a blast and enjoyed being a part of this. Derek Huff, No Limits, runs Wednesday through Saturday nights at the Venetian, and you can get your tickets by going to 360VegasPodcast.com uh, and clicking on the Vegas.com banner. Look at him. It's that easy to fuck it. You know how it goes. <laughs> also, Derek Huff, No Limit, has another limit, and that is mid September when the residency ends. So get your tickets and get your ass to Vegas if you want to see some incredible talent. Where is he performing at again? The Venetian.
2: The Venetian, okay. I don't know why I kept thinking stratosphere.
1: No, it's right it's right there in the notes. I just said it, but yeah, you were I listening, know. so that's okay. I was
2: listening. I'm also doing a lot of things.
1: So I don't ever want you to hear you bitch about Tony and I multitasking when we're recording the show either, because what now apparently that's about? what you're doing. I'm multitasking for the show. You well, guys so are, are we. We're engaging socially. Whatever. Usually on Twitter.
2: Engaging. Sure, you don't have to do it while we're trying to record.
1: <laughs> a couple more notes. Number one, Mrs. J. Dubbs wants me to make it clear that when I say she is a dancer, that you all understand that she is not, quote, that kind of dancer.
2: Nope, that's the only one I could understand. So that's, <laughs> that's what my feeble mind is wrapping so, itself around.
1: So there you go, babe. I told them you weren't that kind of dancer. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't figure out how to organically work into this work into this review that Mark was DMing me while the wife and I were grabbing appetizers before the show wanting to hang out. I felt like I had the proverbial devil on one shoulder with Mark wanting to out and get into trouble with me and then blonde, handsome, angelic Derek Huff on my other shoulder saying, no, come see my show. Take your wife out. She deserves it. I'll even handle foreplay for you with my bare chest and my effortless effortless dance moves.
0: This is just getting uncomfortable.
2: <laughs> Does he know
1: this guy? <laughs> he, he, to me, it sounds like he's speaking in his voice. I mean, I think he's doing a really good job of writing this. I'm happy to say that for the sake of my evening and my marriage, Derek won that night. It was a true pleasure seeing Mark and Karen the following evening at New York, New York before we saw Mad Apple. More on that show in a future review. Until next time, Josh W. at Vegas J-Dubs. There you go. That was a very thorough review. Yes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I think we've learned some things about about each other.
1: So, so... (laughs) uh, I'll just take a poll now that we've we've heard a show review. Maybe we need to start adding this in at the end of the show reviews. Uh, has this review influenced your desire to go see the show, and if so, in what way?
2: You mean, if so, in what way? Well
1: did it did it influence you, and if so, why did you change your mind?
2: Yeah, well that's that's better way say I'm not really interested in this. I don't I don't I understand there's dancing, but I don't I don't, I don't go to nightclubs either. <laughs> I mean, it's dancing, yeah, but I mean, they got to be dancing to something and I'm with you on the bare chest thing. That's
1: Well, that's obviously for the ladies, the same way that the female dancers being in skimpy outfits are for the guys. Yeah. Tony?
0: Absolutely not.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so wait, did you have a desire to go see the show before or not?
0: No. And frankly, thank you, Josh, for this very elaborate review. I now feel like I don't have to go see the show. <laughs> Because I know every fucking minute of the show. Wow. So, wow.
1: Okay. So, no, no, no. So there, no there's so, good, there's some, good, some, good, live, right? some <laughs> live feedback for Jay there. This, this there was apparently <laughs> an extensive review that, wow. that Tony feels like was, uh, even though I read it through it in less than 10 minutes, but you feel like it was a whole 80s, 80 minutes worth of show time yes, run. Yeah, okay. I,
0: it certainly felt like it took you 80 minutes <laughs> <laughs> to read that
1: review. <laughs> Ooh, somebody's in a mood tonight. Right,
0: surly. But all all joking aside, (laughs) and all joking aside, that this this show, neither my wife nor I watch. Dancing with the Stars, we're we're really not interested in. As a matter of fact, this is how cool my wife is. The only reason I convinced her to go see, um, oh shoot, what was the show? The booby show at Bally's, Uh, Jubilee. Jubilee. Yeah. Yes. The only reason I was able to convince her to go see Jubilee was because it was a boobie show. Otherwise she was like, I have no, literally no interest in going and see this. I'm like,
1: boobie. She goes, let's go. Nice. So <laughs> your wife is awesome. I love her. She is also, she
0: is <laughs> a, frankly, her biggest complaint about Jubilee is that the boobies were too small.
1: She was mm-hmm. like, I
0: get it when you're that, you know, fit, athletic. Yeah. To be, exactly. To be able to do that dancing. You. You lose the fun bags. She goes, it's, it's she goes, that way. I, I disagree. but, but yes. it was, I'm glad we saw, it. I'm glad we saw it before it closed.
1: Well, and so to that point, I know for a fact, if you want to see somebody who's a, athletically fit and can do the dancing, but still has the quote unquote fun bags, as you said, um, our, our dear friend, who's one of the lead dancers at, um, true country, is that the name of the show?
2: Uh, X country, X country,
1: right? um, she she has plenty of uh, fun bags she's to, to show. So she
2: stocked is what she's saying. Stacked, no stocked,
1: stocked. So it's always yeah. been stacked. I think it's stacked. It's stacked, honey.
2: No, you guys are, you're not understanding. Oh my God. It's okay. I'm, I'm, I, 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 get to, to be around the, the cool kids more often than you guys do. So, so,
1: your
0: so, you're, you're, you're hanging out with the kids these days, right? right? Yep. I understand.
1: Yeah. So, I would just throw that out there. Anyway, thank you. Jay, How about you, Karen? We're... I will, I will return the
0: question to you. Does this <laughs> make you more inclined to want to go see the show?
1: Uh, no. No. I, I didn't, I really didn't have an interest in seeing it before. And, um, I mean, I appreciate that it sounds like there's some really good dancing in this. I tend to like shows with a little more of a storyline. And I don't know that this particularly has it. So and I I have watched. um, I do really think they need to name rename the show. It's not really dancing with the stars. It's dancing with a half sort of famous people that you might have heard of. So, uh, you know, I think that that takes away from it a little bit, but, um, and quite frankly, the nepotism that now he's got his fiance and as a lead dancer, just ugh. okay.
0: But it's funny. you bring that up and you've twice now, uh, kind of accentuated that point. I just saw something trending on Twitter called hashtag Nepo kids. Oh, and it, this whole idea about these celebrities oh, that man. are getting their kids into, uh, uh, Hollywood. Oh yeah, and they're doing it. I mean, these kids really are only getting their breaks because their parents are Angelina. Well, Jolie yeah, you've seen any of the and, fucking um,
2: kids in Will Smith's arsenal? That's talentless. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, but then it. so hold on. That's but awesome.
1: but if you go back a generation, so you've got Kiefer Sutherland. You've yep. got uh, all the. Yes, the kids. he changed kids. his name
2: so he wouldn't trade in on his. No, uh, Kiefer
1: Sutherland didn't.
2: Oh, that's right. I was his thinking dad's of Donald going, Sutherland. I was thinking of Sheen. No,
1: Sheen did, but you had Charlie Sheen who didn't change his name, and then you had Emilio Estevez who did. No, um, Emilio
2: Estevez is the real name. Yeah.
1: Yes. Okay. Well, so but but Charlie changed his name to the same name that Max's his dad changed dad, it to. Yeah. Right.
2: Yeah, that's clearly nepotism.
1: Um, and then you've got the whole uh, uh, Judy Garland, Debbie Reynolds, Carrie Fisher thing mm-hmm. I mean there's that's that's been happening in Hollywood for years
2: yeah but that used to be that you just had to have talent and they were born they, you know you were born of talented people you might have talent yourself. Well, that's still the case. It just nah, seems to be I've seen no, no. Jade it's it's still the,
1: hold on. It's still the case <laughs> that that happens. But number one, if you I mean. if you're talking with Jaden Willow, number number one, she does his dad really have talent? Or their dad really have talent? Yeah, I think he's a funny
2: guy. I just don't like him.
1: Well, not anymore. He's not because well, you know yeah,
2: now he's a dick. Uh, and
1: his 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 wife, their mother, is uh, a little bit of a drama queen herself. Um, you know, there's just there there are still situations where if you're your parent is talented. You may also have talent. Unfortunately now, especially with uh, TikTok and all these other social media platforms, you could just push your kid on all these platforms and get them out there and get them known. Actually, it's funny. Have you um, have you seen there's a new show out? Oh, what the hell is it called? And I haven't watched a single episode, but the concept really kind of intrigues me where it's hosted by two, two of the Jonas Brothers that are not in the Jonas Brothers, And it is... (laughs) It's family members of famous people. And the whole point of the show is to try to keep hidden who your famous family member is. Which, to me, sounds fascinating. I mean, at the end of the day, they're still trading in on whoever their famous family member is, because you know, going into it, they're just trying to keep it hidden from each other. But... Nobody's I know of the that.
0: show, I, yes, I <laughs> because it made a little bit of a little. I, actually, the funny thing is I had never heard of this show before until it made some news where one of the one of the contestants on the show got kicked off because they were caught having a cell phone on them. And I guess part of this deal is you're not supposed to have any you're not supposed to have a cell phone and access to computer and Internet and all that because they don't want you figuring out who the person is that are your fellow contestants and the person got busted for having a cell phone. So they kicked him off. Uh But outside of that, I had literally never heard of that show up until the the new story of somebody getting kicked off
1: it for cheating. I haven't even seen that. Interesting. Okay. Okay.
0: All right, right, listen, this is way outside the scope. Uh, That's (laughs) going to do it for episode number 412. Thank you for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog, which is 360VegasPodcast.com. You can check, nope, you can get premium and exclusive content When you subscribe to our show at patreon.com slash 360 Vegas and get 360 Vegas shirts, mugs, and anything else that we can slap a logo on, we do that at zazzle.com slash 360 Vegas. If you'd like to send some feedback, written, or audio, you can do so at 360VegasPodcast at gmail.com.
2: Tony, where can folks find you?
0: I'm at 360
1: Vegas, Tony. Karen. I'm at 360 Vegas, Karen.
2: He just told you where you can find me, so until next time.